If you like baseball, then this is your show. Noah and Brian and Adam will host. Trashing on the umps and making hot takes. We love Joe Panic because he rakes. Yeah! It's non-stop baseball podcast. It's non-stop baseball What is up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 90 of the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. We are indeed back with predictions. This is going to be a fun episode. We have our first set of predictions. This is going to be on the AL and NL Central. And we got some other stuff to talk about as well because the WBC has kicked off. But before we get into all that business... I'll start off by introducing myself. I am Noah. Just went to the Monterey Bay Union game last night. One five three in the home opener. Saw the first ever hat trick in the franchise's oh, yeah. history. Um, feeling great. Um, and I'm joined by Brian and Adam today. Yay. Brian, how's it going? Dude, I'm doing absolutely great. Been loving the WBC. Saw the U.S. take on Great Britain, which was a game, great game. And Venezuela versus Dominican Republic has been amazing. Group A has been insane. That's the group with, oh, I'm blanking, but <laughs> it's the group, group that's replaced Cuba, in Taiwan. Cuba, Italy, yeah. Netherlands, Panama, and uh, yeah. Taiwan. It's been fun. We might have to come out them with a separate WBC pod at some point. Oh, yeah. USA versus Great Britain, now 2-0. Um, Adam, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. WPC has been fun to uh, keep track of. Spring training still trucking right along. It's a good time. Yeah, so if you want to hit us up about anything prediction-related or WBC-related, um, contact us at nonstopbbpod at both Twitter and Instagram. I know we got some plans in the works for being a little bit more active on those as well. So not just a place for you to message us, but also to interact with some other content that we'll be posting. Uh, <laughs> as you may have seen earlier this week <laughs> uh, with a Joe, a Joe Panic post, believe it or not. Uh, Brian, do you care to give the people what they oh, want? Oh, man. Dude, Joe Panic, we just love him. You go to our Twitter, he's our header. And uh, the San Francisco Giants have named Joe Panic a special assistant in player development. So naturally, I had to break the news to our fans and tweet out breaking news our daddy is back. So, yeah. At them. yeah, we really <laughs> are the premier panic appreciators here. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then I also had to bless the timeline with the panic home run yesterday as well. Yeah, I just you got to do what you got to do. I just love that WBC has happened. It's been some great moments. (laughs) There's no posts about that. Most two recent posts are Joe Panic coming back as a special assistant and then just a random Joe Panic home run from a blowout in Milwaukee in 2016. Yeah, in 2016. (laughs) Still valuable to watch. Still valuable to watch indeed. Um, Yeah, so here we are. Uh, Well, WBC, I mean, I've seen the highlights of uh, the games in Taiwan. 
and those have been absolutely phenomenal. But in terms of games that I've been able to watch live, um, so far my favorite, as Brian uh, mentioned, has been the Dominican Republic versus Venezuela. It was just, oh my gosh, electric. The benches were electric. The crowd was electric. Uh, I forget his name had like no buttons on his shirt buttoned up when he got the big strikeout. He had his belly all out. It was a beautiful thing. Um, Has that been your guys's highlight of the tournament so far? You have any other uh, tournament highlights? To me, like I haven't watched all these games, but just looking at Pule, I briefly mentioned it earlier. Cuba, Italy, Netherlands, Panama, Chinese Taipei all finished two and two in group stage. And Cuba and Italy advanced on like the tiebreakers. It's absolutely absurd. It looked like Netherlands was a lock. They started out two and zero. Cuba started out zero and two. That's just pure chaos. And then even Pool B, like a lot of people thought Korea was locked in as the number two seed, and they're kind of playing for their lives today. Japan's clinched yep. with the number one seed, going four and zero. But we have Australia at two and one with the Czech Republic, a bunch of teachers and plumbers playing one and two, <laughs> and Korea at one and two. Did you guys see that video of the Czech Republic where their center fielder is like literally a fifth grade teacher or something? Yeah, dude, the their their pitcher is like an electrician who yeah, yeah now <laughs> has a strikeout over Shohei Otani, which is uh, yeah, about the greatest bragging that. rights that you can have. That's awesome. Dude, I just imagine your fifth grade teacher going like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go play some baseball. And then you're just watching. You're like, wait, that's my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's been wild. No, that that uh yeah, Pool B's been crazy. Japan has just been absolute world beaters. They've been unreal. And also it's just been so much fun to see Japan. Uh like obviously you knew Shohei was like the star, but like Lars Newtbar has just been taking over. And yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. He has been electric too. The diving play he made in center field came yep. up just yelling, like, dude, Lars Newbar's been he's been doing his thing out there in Tokyo. He's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, USA has been fun to watch as well. Um, one game in the one, the one game, but I mean, against Great Britain, that game was yeah. That's Dude, that's a that's a good actually, rival game right there. U.S. versus Mexico today, or by the time you guys have listened to this episode, they've already played. But we're recording this before that game. That is going to be an extremely fun game to watch tonight. Yeah. No, WBC man, it's been it's been trucking right along. It's been a lot of fun just love the emotion man i wish we could see this level of emotion like we kind of get there in playoffs but like dude like noah was talking about with that venezuela player yesterday the big strikeout literally has one button buttoned on his shirt as he's yelling on the mountain (laughs) yeah i mean part of it too like as far as like the emotion thing right like this is sort of baseball's world cup right not every not every year it's all it's all very nationalistic driven kind of stuff like you know, there are rivalries, you know, like you think of like a baseball rivalry, rivalry, like there is a level mm-hmm. of like, yeah, sure. The Yankees and Red Sox don't like each other, but that has nothing compared to like Japan, Korea, <laughs> like yeah. that's a rivalry rivalry. Um, And so, yeah, just the energy that comes out on, on, on those kinds of games is just it's something else. And it's it's so fun. Yeah. Even I think it was Venezuela also yesterday when they like had an RBI double or something, and the entire bench is clear on the third baseline, just waving their arms like <laughs> up and yelling. Man, I just love the energy that WBC is bringing. Yeah, yeah, it's been a uh, it's been interesting. 
<laughs> like I have been a little annoyed at times with sometimes how the reporters will talk about certain things. Like I remember I was watching the Netherlands second game after Xander went like 0 for 4 in his first game with some good defensive plays. And they're like, you know, Xander just hasn't really broken out in this tournament like you'd expect. And I was like, wait, he's played one game so far. A game. It's been a game. But then also just like how, I don't know, I've reporters will kind of think of games as foregone conclusions. Like, this isn't basketball. This is baseball. Like, any given day. Legit, anything could happen. Like, uh, I mean, in terms of like, us great britain that's i mean still anything can happen that but that's a little different but especially in like pool d like vladdy jr who has not had a good record of making predictions about his own team and then looking good <laughs> tweeting out that he'll see see everyone in round two and it's like dude this venezuela team studs this puerto rico yeah. team is not as deep as maybe i think some people think but a bunch of studs uh, and then like, for sure. yeah, Nicaragua has some talent on it too. And then Israel's one to know so far. So yeah, Israel like just beat Nicaragua. Yeah. Like, I mean, Australia's two and one right now. Like it's, there's anything could happen. Uh, you know, it's when you're playing games like baseball and soccer and hockey, where it's mistakes mean so much or just taking advantage of your opportunity means so much. Uh, really anything could happen and it's super exciting to see. Um, I mean, it's funny in that first inning yet, uh, yesterday, it's like, oh man, maybe the Dominican is, you know, the big bad wolf and everything, but then they ended up losing. We'll see USA, but I think maybe it's just cause I've seen the most of them so far, but Japan's definitely taken my eyes and they seem like the favorite so far, but I'm excited to see more of this U S team for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just pumped. But I think it's time we get into our predictions. What are you guys feeling like? Oh, absolutely. This is absolutely. this is the this is the meat of the of the uh how bad can we be as far as like <laughs> looking back and being like, wow, dang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, dude, we are setting it up. <laughs> I mean, dude, so AL, we're gonna doing the central today. So AL and L, what you guys feeling? AL? I don't. I, th- I think I said before this that we did AL first every time, but I actually don't know. I think we may have done NL and then AL. I, but who cares? Honestly, it's the Central. This is kind of the division that I just I did. I care about the least, so I'm happy Dang. to start wherever. Throwing some blows at the AL East. I mean, AL East. AL Central. My bad. My bad. I'm I mean, I'll throw blows, blows at the AL East. East. Let's get off. <laughs> no, today's Central. <laughs> so today's AL Central. Central. Starting, are we starting with fifth place and working our way up? Why not? No, no, no. Did we, we, did we started first before. No, uh, no, we always did first last. Yeah, that's didn't what we? No, we didn't. I, I would just put teams in a random order. We, we did, we did first. We always did a, we started with first place first because otherwise okay. I wouldn't have shocked you guys with Rangers the way that I did. Um, okay. I think the first in the AL Central is, I mean, I don't It should be. Oh, no, 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 no. We, oh wait, we did our standings predictions first. I thought we broke down the teams and then we did standings no, predictions first. We always first. did standings. We always we did standings. Okay. We did and standings then, yeah, and, then expla- and then explained. We should oh, have talked is. about this before. Yeah, because right. <laughs> you're here learning with us. We're figuring out what we're yeah. doing. So first place in the AO Central, Guardians. 
is the Cleveland Guardians. Noah? Twins. Ooh. Oh my. I like it. This is. I like it. I like it. I am down horrendous with I, that. I got the Twins at second. <laughs> I have the White Sox at second. That's nuts. You're psychotic. I've got the yes. White Sox at third. Noah, who do you have second, third? It's funny because I did my individual team predictions and I was like, oh, we'll talk about the teams and I'll formulate my standing. So this is, I mean, I have an idea, oh. but on oh. the fly as, as we speak. So I go Twins first and I'm going to go White Sox second. That's crazy. Ooh. Okay. That is absurd. So then I'm, I'm going to assume Guardians third. Guardians third. Yeah, okay. Good. All right. Third. Yeah. All right. And then uh best of the worst. Uh I've got the Tigers at four. Yeah, the White Sox third. I have the White Sox third. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I just want to clarify. I have Tigers fourth as well. I I have uh Royals fourth. Okay. Oh, wow. What? That is absurd. That, that is crazy. Alrighty. Yeah, and then Royals Royals fifth for me. I, uh, I have that's Royals wild. Fifth too. Uh where do we want to start in talking about these teams? Uh, let's start with the Royals, because that's what we just said. And I had them fifth. Adam had them fifth. Noah had them fourth. I just don't. The only guy I'm really like hopeful who can maybe do something is a guy that it never got a full opportunity, and that's Ryan Yarbrough. Coming from the Rays, he's a starter with the Kansas City Royals. They're giving him a chance to run away with it. I'm excited about him. But other than that, there is not a whole lot I'm excited for about this team outside of like Bobby Witt Jr. <laughs> what are you guys feeling? Yeah, it's they're they're pretty bad. I think Yarbrough is is fun. I think Jordan Lyles could be really fun. Um, I think they probably either tie or just barely beat last year's record. But yeah. Bobby Wood Jr. will be fun. Salvador Perez is always fun, um, but really the rest the rest of the the Royals team is is uh, it's just a lot of young talent that just hasn't panned out yet and likely won't. Yeah, I mean, so I like why for? Uh, I mean, it's that's going to be more when we get to the Tigers, honestly. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Dude, I mean, um, look at go go for it. But yeah, Bobby Witt Jr. I think is gonna had a really solid rookie year. He's gonna take another step forward. Uh, MJ Melendez, uh, very promising. Vinny Pasquatino had uh, really solid numbers when he was up last year. Salvador Perez, he got some runs there. Um, and then you know, Nicky Lopez, solid little utility guy. Zach Granke's forty. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, Brady Singer, uh, really electric arm out there see if he could uh, you know get a hot start in wbc carry that over ryan yarborough we'll see i don't know it's i thought he was going to be good and it's been a while since he's been good um but yeah and also some really good arms in the bullpen uh you think some of those lefties are probably going to be traded as the year goes on but also just some stuff that i've heard about the royals and shifts that they're making uh strategy wise front office wise um where they're they've always kind of had a very family approach and they you know they still want to carry some of those values but are starting to understand where they are at in terms of spending wise and starting to take a more raise slash a's when they were a good approach so i think just throughout the year they're going to be making little transactions trying to develop things and i just 
I don't know. I just think that I'm excited about some of this young talent. They're going to try and prove themselves and they might have a, a hot stretch or two just more than the tigers, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We've gone a long time without talking about Brady Singer. Also, he's had a phenomenal year last year, 153 innings pitched, a 3.2 ERA. He is an absolute stud for them. Probably their ace, unless they give it to Zach Greinke, just because he's Zach Greinke. <laughs> but Zach Greinke's bringing his weirdness along, throwing his 60-mile-per-hour lollipop pitches over the middle of the plate, and just having a great time. Dude, this starting rotation actually has the potential to do something. Uh, along with the bullpen, I just... I see a big uh, run scoring issue when it comes to this team. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a similar boat. That's sort of why I have them at fifth. Okay, let's go into the Tigers. Sure. Um, so the, yeah. Oh, go for it. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I, I was going to say, man, for as much as I think I have uh, run scoring concerns about the Royals, I think the Tigers also share a lot of that same problem. Um, I think these bats just ain't it. Um, yeah, uh, I think Spencer Torkelson will probably have a really good season. Um, he's, he's probably my breakout player for the whole division. Um, could also be true for Akil Badu. Um, but yeah, otherwise this roster is pretty not it. I really, it kind of bums me out. I wish that, uh, I wish that Miggy got to play with better teams at the end of his career, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, but I honestly, I think the reason I have them above the Royals is like, I like the odds of Spencer Torkelson turning around. The same with Riley Green. Those are two massive prospects for them. Didn't have the best parts uh, parts of last year. I think they both went up and down. Both dealt with some injuries. Akil Badu, I mean, he came up and like lit the world on fire. We're going to find out what really is Akil Badu. We've seen him be high. We've seen him be low. We don't really know. And Javi Baez has got to figure it out. I mean, we've seen some dude, yeah, rough baseball out of Javi Baez last year, swinging at pitches in the dirt. I mean, he was swinging at some bad pitches with Puerto Rico yesterday, but made a really nice defensive play. So we will see. This is kind of a big year for Javi Baez. I mean, he's going to be around for a while, but hopefully he can figure it out. And then they have Jonathan Scope and Cesar Hernandez on the team, both play second base. You might even see one of them at third sometimes. I think this team can do something. They're starting rotation. I mean, Matthew Boyd, they brought back. Michael Lorenzen, they brought in. Hopefully, Erod, we get to see more out of him. And then Matt Manning and Spencer Turnbill had some decent years last year. They also have Therese Google and Casey Mize, who are big prospects. Casey Mize is out for a while. I don't know. I just like the potential of this Tigers team. I'm more excited about them than I am the Royals. But obviously, Noah, you were not. So let us know why. I just think that if it weren't for teams like the Angels and the White Sox, this Tigers team last year would have gotten a lot more talk about just how much of a disaster it was. It was, it was really bad. Um, I mean, we'll see with Eddie Rodriguez. That was real bad vibes last year with him just kind of really disappearing on the team. Um, and... Uh, I mean, he's back so far this year, and hopefully, we can put things together. They got former Angels legend Michael Lorenzen in the in the rotation as well, which you gotta love. I think overall, just looking at the lineup, uh, definitely more promise than the Royals. But I don't know. I just 
still don't have a good feeling about this team. Gotta, and then, you know, making predictions, you gotta always sometimes just go out on different limbs. But I, I heard Grant Brisby talking about the Tigers and saying how, like, when there's a rebuilding team, you want to be like watching a team and be like, oh, yeah, they do this and they just need to fix, you know, A, B, and C. And then once they fix those things in the lineup, you know, you know this will be a really sound lineup. And he said, but when looking at the Tigers, they it's like they had the entire alphabet, not just A, B, and C. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, uh, Grant Brisby like, is amazing. I love that guy. They were at the bottom in average, at uh, the, yeah, you know, struck out as much as anyone in baseball, hit f- as few home runs as anyone in baseball. It's just like, they really weren't doing anything. They like, and it's like, if you're striking out that much, you got to at least hit some average. They weren't doing that. Um, we'll see if their pitching can be a little bit better this year. Um, I don't know, but it's just, it's just a weird team looking at, looking at it. I obviously I could definitely see them winning the battle for fourth in this division. Uh, but I don't know. I just wanted to go with the young excitement a little bit more with the Royals just because this Tigers team just gives me some bad vibes. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, okay. I don't have the Tigers and Royals that far apart at the bottom. So I honestly, like it could be the smallest thing that changes between the two. I mean, it's going to come down to what teams young players play better. Yeah. Like, who knows? I'd take the Tigers because I think they have a little bit more young players who could possibly play better, but it could very easily be their team down there. But I think we all agree these are the worst two teams in the division. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Not much discussion there. Now, then we oh. all disagree on third place, though, which is interesting. Yes. Um, yeah, that is. But uh, I mean, I'll take the team that none of us had number one about the White Sox. Okay. Um, because the reason that I had them at at third, I think that uh, adding Benintendi and Clevenger could be kind of good. Obviously, Clevenger had some uh, legal trouble, but so far it seems like he'll actually start the year like normal, which is crazy to think about considering what he did. Um, but it seems like he'll start the year. Um, but with him in the rotation... They have a solid, they have a really solid rotation. Dylan Cease, Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, and then Clevenger is a really solid uh, four to start off that rotation. Um, But I think that the White Sox, to me right now, are a team that on paper has looked good for a few years now and has underperformed pretty badly. Um, I want them to prove me wrong. I think they probably could. This will be their first full season under a new manager. But, um... I'm not convinced yet until I see them actually do it for a whole year. Um, and, and I just, they haven't. So. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like what you say, the roster has the talent, the top three of Lance Lynn, Dylan sees Lucas Giolito. That's, it's a really, really good top three with Clevenger who knows what he is or how long he'll be around. And then Michael Kopech, who you've kind of been waiting to break out if you're a white Sox fan. Uh, the bullpen, I could see some questions. They Gregory Santos, that's the guy who used to be on the Giants, I think. I did not know he was on the White Sox. That is interesting. Uh, but Jake Diekman, Noah's boy, Aaron Bummer is pretty good. Garrett Crochet, 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 and then Crochet, and then Liam Hendricks. Uh, will he be around this year? I don't believe so. Right? Not sure. I think he might be out. Liam Hendricks. 
get why why is he out cancer non-hodgkin cancer yeah lymphoma right whatever that is non-hodgkin's lymphoma um anyways the bullpen question mark oh they also have kendall graveman who had a good year but i like their offense man andrew vaughn at first leary garcia at second yoan moncada tim anderson benintendi Luis robert can can we see a full healthy season from Luis robert i think that's huge and tim anderson might be a free agent after this year if i'm might be not mistaken but i might be mistaken i think he is i think he's like leading the like shortstop conversation after this season or something yeah that sounds right i mean this white Sox team we were excited for i think last year right yeah and they just weren't able to put it together some new coaches i don't know i i'm excited about the potential this team brings but noah you put them at third how are you feeling i put him at third third. no put him at second second Oh, um, Adam put him at there. I put him at there. Yes, <laughs> just like I talked about Brady singing. <laughs> um, oh, man, I am struggling today. Yeah. Um, but I think if you look at this hitting group, and obviously we'll see in terms of execution, but when you look at one through nine, it's the most talented hitting group in the division. Um, and then if you look at the pitching group from starters to bullpen, there's an argument it's not as clear cut as the hitting argument, but that it's the most talented pitching group in the division as well. Um, obviously they've had their struggles with performance and keeping up energy and stuff like that, but it's a new year. Saying, wait, when you said the pitching, were you talking about like relievers and starters or just starters or so the whole pitching group? Uh, oh. cause yeah, I mean, you got, uh, Second place, Cy Young, Dylan Cease, Lance Lynn, who's put together good years. Giolito struggled last year, but looking to bounce back. Kopech, who was, you know, an incredible pitcher last year. And then we'll see what Clevenger has to offer this year. Um, and yeah, it's just Robert. Hopefully he could play more than 90 games. <laughs> but yeah, Benintendi coming off of all-star year. Eli Jimenez is absolutely raked whenever he's been in there. Um, yeah, and I just think the talent ceiling for this team is definitely the highest in the division. We'll just see where that goes. Uh, I, I think they're going to be solid. Um, I'm rooting for the guardians over this team, but I just, I don't know. I got a feeling about the white Sox this year. Hopefully they could turn it around. There's a lot of negative storylines around them with the Bray leaving everything that happened last year. Uh, hopefully Andrew Vaughn can settle in at first, give this team some pop and just, they can realize some of that talent. I want to see a legit um, Luis Robert year. Finally, like we've seen brilliant flashes, but let me just, let me see it over. Let me see it over a full year. Yeah. And do you know what, uh, as we go to talk about this next team, I think that both these teams at the center field position are in a similar boat where it's like, we see flashes and it's great. Can we see some more? And that is exactly what the twins are saying about Byron Buxton. Can we see a full season from this guy? I mean, we've seen flashes beyond flashes from him. Like at Byron Buxton's peak when healthy, he's looked like the best player in baseball. at times. He is, he is an MVP candidate. Every game he plays. The yeah, problem is just, he does not yeah. play full seasons. Yeah. Yes. I forget what the, uh, 
actual number is, but like over his last 150 or 60 games played, he's like at least an eight or nine war player, which is he's crazy. insane. He is actually it's just unreal. Yeah, it's just that's over two seasons, his last 150 played. So how yeah. far away are we till we see them like put him in a corner outfield spot? I don't know. Like, I don't know I, if that's a crazy thing to say, but like just is because is there less injury risk in a corner outfield spot? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I it's it's a play style thing with him yeah, too. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. like, I don't think it really matters as much. Like you could put whoever you want wherever you want in the outfield if they're playing at a hundred and ten percent every time. That <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Well, let's talk about this team. They brought in some pitching help in Pablo Lopez. That'll be huge, huge for this rotation. I mean, Sonny Gray, Pablo Lopez. Uh, Kenta Maeda, Joe Ryan. I mean, they have Chris Paddock on the injured list. That has a potential to be a very extremely good rotation. Yep. So I am kind of excited for them. I don't think it has the top three pitching dominance that the White Sox or the Guardians have, but it can be very good. Absolutely. Yeah. I um, mean, I'm I'm decent. I'm pretty optimistic about the Twins. Um. They also got Carlos Correa back, which is, you know, brought in some, Christian Vasquez. somehow. Um, I think the batting lineup's problem, and I know we talked about it, especially with Buxton, is just staying healthy um, is going to be a big one. Um, Joey Gallo is going to be a big question mark. If, if Gallo plays like he did on the Rangers, then that's really, really good. If he plays like he did on the Yankees, that's not going to do it. Um, gotta see something from Gallo, yeah. Yeah, gotta gotta see some some better, especially consistency from Gallo. Um, but I know you talked about that rotation. Kenta Maeda will be really interesting. He didn't pitch at all last year, um, but when he's been on the mound, he's really solid. He's a really good fifth rotation guy almost any time he's out. Um, Tyler Malley had a rough season last year, but I think he could totally bounce back from that. Um, and. Uh, Man, the, the bullpen is really interesting as well. Johan Duran, one of my one of the nastiest yeah. relievers in baseball. I love love watching him throw. Trevor Miguel, Bonnie Moran, and uh, Ori Lopez will all be really good as well. I mean, that's a pretty solid pen that the Twins have. And, and for Pagan, yeah. Emilio Pagan, like, can he find it? Like, he was really good for the Rays in 2019. We haven't really seen him been that good since then. But maybe he can figure something out and get back there. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think they can. Yeah, you made a a good point where it's like this who has the best pitching group in this division is really a toss up between those top 3. Um cuz you know, if these guys click on this rotation with Lopez, Gray, Ryan, Mali, Maeda, that's a that's you know, not as flashy of a rotation as you're going to get, but as pretty much as solid as a rotation you could get if yeah. those guys are all firing on all cylinders. And then some legit stoppers in that bullpen and Duran and Lopez. Um, and yeah, just a lot of promise in this lineup as well. I mean, Buxton, Correa, you have two MVP candidates in your lineup. That's huge. Jorge Polanco, Polanco just always incredibly, you know, valuable, consistent. Um, and then Christian Vasquez, always going to give you good at bats. Uh, we'll see what Jose Miranda can give them. Um, and I know there's been a lot of talk with Gallo and the shift, but I'm very excited to see Max Kepler with the new shift rules yeah. as well. That is someone that's been, you know, a hard contact guy that just hasn't quite had good seasons recently. 
very athletic, very fast. I am super excited to see him with those new shift rules. I think he could be kind of their um, so, underrated hero of the of the lineup for sure. So Noah, you put the Twins in first, right? I did put them in first, and then Adam second you put them third, second. Okay, and I put them third. So we're all over the place with the Twins. Our top three is crazy. <laughs> yeah, t- I honestly thought this would be the division we had like the most similar, but we ended up all over the place. Uh, I just, to me, like. I already mentioned about the rotation. I think they're just not at the Guardians or White Sox level. The bullpen's good, but like I think the Guardians and White Sox pin is better. And I mean their lineup, it it has the potential to be really good, but like I feel like a lot of things kind of need to go their way. You know what you have in Crea, you know what you have in Bucks and when healthy. But Kepler's had some down offensive seasons. Yeah, the shift, who knows? Gallo hasn't been great lately, but the shift, who knows? I just, I, I mean, Christian Vasquez is good, but I just have the most questions about the Twins all around, so that's why they're my third place team. Carlos Correa is about to absolutely pop off this year. He is He's furious, good. I'm sure. And yeah. everyone's talking about him. Everyone's talking about his ankle. He was on the Giants, then he wasn't. He was on the Mets, now he wasn't. He's going to say, you know what? Well, now I'm in Minnesota, and... I'm going to hit like 35 homers. Let's see how you like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I excited for Carlos Correa, and I'm hoping for at least 400 plate appearances from Byron Buxton this year. Okay. Yeah. And we'll next, see. we have the team I think I've been the most excited about for a long time now. Yep. I started, I latched onto them like halfway through last year, and I just have not let go one bit. I, don't think this division's gonna be all that close. I think the Guardians are kind of gonna run away with it. I mean, they were a great team last year. They added Josh Bell to play first base. They added Mike Zunino to catch. I think those are two additions that will be huge. Makes this lineup a lot more complete. They needed a little bit more pop, and they brought that pop in. And I mean, dude, this starting rotation, if it's all clicking, it's absolutely nasty. Shane Bieber, Zach Plezak, Cal Quantrill, Tristan McKenzie, Aaron Savale. I feel like the Guardians are just amazing at finding pitching talent and young pitching talent at that. And I mean, they're definitely like top three in the league in developing pitchers. Would you guys say I'm crazy in that? No. Like They're absurd. I mean, Emmanuel Classe coming out of the pen. Uh, James Karinchek, the wild thing guy. He's fun to watch. Uh, most of these guys in the bullpen are just fun to watch. The batters grind at bats out. I love this Guardians team. Andres Jimenez, I mean, he kind of broke out last year, but I think that's only going to continue for him there. How are you guys feeling? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is, I mean, probably the team that I'll be rooting for the most. We'll see about the Twins if they really steal my heart. I'm, I'm honestly not super rooting for the White Sox. I love this Guardians team, love rooting for them. So I'd definitely be happy with them winning the division. Um, but, you know, I love Bieber. Uh, Quantrill's been good. McKenzie had a really solid year last year, though he did give up a lot of hard contact. But I guess if you're, you know, getting it in the right places, um, that's, you know, that's good. But we'll see with the limited defensive shifting now. Um, and I see this lineup, I see a lot of guys that I really like and I really like rooting for, but maybe not the surest bets going into this next season outside of like, uh, Jose Ramirez, like Stephen Kwan did what he did. 
Um, so did Rosario, Jimenez, um, those guys. I think those, uh, so yeah, Juan Rosario and Jimenez, those three, I really want to see a solid first, you know, 40 games from them to really make me feel sure that they're consistent. Cause you know, those are, and those are guys that with the new rules could really benefit as well. Athleticism. Uh, but we will, we'll see with that, you know, it's just another year. Pitchers have more information on you. You'll, we'll see how things shape out. Love to see those guys pop off. Um, but just don't quite feel as sure as I want to about them yet. I think there's promise. It could be really good. And then you have Josh Bell in the middle of everything. We'll see if he could be that, you know, uh, first half Josh Bell that he was last year, not yeah. the San Diego Padres. And I think Mike Zanino is one of the really underrated signings of the offseason. That's like a really solid defensive catcher that, you know, has, you know, 20 to 30 homer potential, depending on how many at-bats he gets. Um, so that's, that's great for them. Uh, yeah, really like this team. Uh, want to see him do well, just not quite as sure with some of these offensive players in particular. But yep. yeah, I mean, another another season of J-Ram is going to be awesome, and hopefully the young guys can keep it going. Yeah. I cannot wait till this team convinces you opening day when we are watching them. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> yeah, no. The, yeah. Guards, guards are going to be, uh, they're going to be fun, I think. I, I don't think they run away with the division quite as much as Brian might think that they're going to run away with the division. I think it's pretty close, but I do still think that they win it. I know. Like, I have one through three, and I it seemed like Brian in particular was really shocked at that, but I don't see my one through three being separated by all that much, if I'm being honest. I So I did this last year, and I did it again this year. I have win total predictions for every team. Um so like I like I have the guards at 90. I don't have them that high. And I have the twins at 88 at second place. So like they're not that See, far off in my mind. I I do not think this division and I I don't know about the NL Central yet. I'll think about that. But for the AL Central, I think we're only going to have I mean last year only one team was above 500. This year maybe a second gets there, but now that every team plays every team evenly yep. and these teams just have to play the West and the East more. That's not good for the central. The West no. and the East are far superior in my mind. And I don't think we, I could see the guardians sitting at like 87, 88 and winning the division with the white Sox right around 500 and the twins right around 500. Like last year, like, yeah, I mean, I, I do not think these divisions are going to be good. Yeah. I mean, I have the white Sox at 78. I have the tigers at 70 and the Royals at 65. Like I don't have any of them that high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Royals and tigers last year were 65 and 66 <clears throat> yep. and that might be the identical or even less. I only I have just, the I, I only have not... the Tigers getting more because I really I really do think that Spencer Torkelson is going to have a really solid breakout year and I think that Baez is going to be better. <laughs> so okay. I just I, I don't know I don't see I don't see two teams with winning records out of this division. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's fair. Like the Central is it's going to be rough for a lot of those teams. They have to they've got to face everybody now. Um, that's a How genuine concern. Noah? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that the division winner here isn't going to have a pretty win total, but I still think that one through three is going to be pretty close together. Um, but yeah, it's I mean, I, 
I think it's going to start with the eight, <laughs> you know, the win total of the division winner okay. here. Um, yeah, and that's totally fair. But yeah, getting, yeah. Uh, continuing with I just, the AL I Central. Just, well, real quick, I just got to say, dude, the Guardians had the third most wins in the AL last year. And dude, there's just. They also went on an, be more hype on the Guardians. Name. They also went on a very uncharacteristic tear at the end of the season. I you cannot say that that streak. is like I a, don't think you no, no, can no. use a win streak as a hindrance though for no, why a team it is not a hindrance but it is something that like they got when when you have something like that it 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 is not totally indicative of that whole season it's one of those things where like wow those you know yes they were that high up in win total I don't know if that's like yes they are that team that whole year you know you just there there's a different thought behind it in in at least in my mind. I don't know. I have a very different thought on that. Sure. No, anyways, no, no. Where were you yeah. going to go, Noah? <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, talking about the AL Central, for each division, I plan on giving out my prediction for the divisional MVP. So not the MVP oh. of the whole league, but just who's going to be yep. the MVP of this division, which I think would be a fun award for us to do at the end of the year. Maybe, maybe even like division. monthly as well. That would be fun. We could all do a prediction. I'll, I'll throw one out there. Too. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think no surprise here, based off of my predictions and some of the stuff I've said, my MVP for the American League Central is Carlos Correa. Just going to pop off the revenge tour. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's, I would love to see it. I think my MVP is the guy who was probably the MVP of this division last season. And I'm going to go. And he's gonna go. Yeah, he's he's gonna go and then, and then go away. Uh, I okay, have a feeling. We, I, oh, I know who he's yeah. gonna say, and yeah. I have the same person. It's Jose Ramirez. Yeah, that would be. Am that's I, my second. Am pick. I back? Yeah, you're back. Now you're back. Did did I like crash? Yeah, yeah, yeah you said yeah, yeah. you said oh. Bobby Wood Jr. Right, <laughs> dude, that is absurd because I I never was not able to hear you guys, and you guys started saying that. I was like, wait, what? I definitely just said the name. <laughs> but yes, it was Jose Ramirez, yep. the MVP of this division last season. Just, yeah, the dude is good at baseball, and that's all I need to say. Yeah, dude, solid. Yeah, that's probably the surest pick there. Love that pick. Um, but... Honestly, though, I just crashed out again. I think. No, you're uh, you're no, still here. You? Okay. Yeah. That my computer is having issues, but uh there's an outside shot. It's Byron Buxton too. I feel like yep. we can't have a segment and not talk about him. So if he plays a full season, I would say it's almost a lock to be Buxton. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, Buxton's just so good when he's when he's healthy. And if he puts together a whole season, yeah, it's it it'd be hard to hard to argue against that one. Well, oh, yeah. Gotta love it. Moving so, over to NL. the uh, NL, yeah. The NL Central. And in this uh, segment, we have a couple of hot takes provided by friend of the podcast and fellow open and day boy, <laughs> Hunter. Shout out, Hunter, if you're listening. Um, so yeah, as we go through our predictions, I'll just throw in his hot takes. He has yeah. some other stuff for the season as well, but we'll get to that in the according yeah. episodes uh but yeah he's got two in the uh nl central <laughs> well one one is just like okay that's an interesting prediction one is a very very hot take like put on your Demon. put on your kitchen mitts yeah oh, oh. <laughs> yep all right well 
Who do you guys have winning the division? The Cardinals. Yep, Cardinals. It has it has to Give be the, me the Brewers. <laughs> oh me the my! Brewers. Oh baby, no honor. I love also that. picks the Brewers. That's psychotic. That I love it. Bold. All right, Brian. Who you got number two? Give me the Chicago Cubs. I agree. Cubs. Oh. Give it to me. We got. Should I say mine yep. or Hunters yeah. first? Oh boy. No, whatever you. Oh, Hunters is. I just say Hunters. Blow my mind. Yeah. Hunters. Hunter in second place has the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> that's the wrong red team. I, I'm, I'm not even acknowledging that. Yeah, I'm that's the wrong honest. red team. Who do you um, have, though, Noah? I have this. I have the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, that's um, okay. Makes sense. I, I mean, I'm excited if Hunter's right to see Jonathan and Joey Votto <laughs> pop off. I don't think I, that I they think, have. I think Jonathan India and Joey Votto could have career years and that team still sucks. Yep. Yeah. I... <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like, like I let me let, let's let's yeah. I mean, I'm not to uh, not to spoil future prediction uh, episodes, but uh, they they could have dare I say Trout and Otani level years and not <laughs> carry that franchise. Yeah. <laughs> because it turns out that those two can't carry their franchise okay. either. But let's go. Let's go on to third place. Brewers. Uh, I have the Brewers as well. I have the Cubs. Yep. That okay. sounds about okay. right. Fourth, fourth, Pirates. Yeah, Pirates. Ooh, I have the Reds. And then in last place, I have uh, a team that I think might have the worst record in baseball this year. <laughs> Ooh, I, I don't have the Reds at the worst. Come on. Ah, uh, dude. That, there's a worse the team. Reds owner actually is like, we don't want to win games. There is a like, worse. There are there is a worse team in baseball. Don't I don't think so. I oh boy, oh boy, I do. We'll get we'll get to that another okay. day. That that team isn't a professional organization. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's uh we, if you don't know who I'm talking about, the Oakland Athletics are now a minor league team. Yeah, the, they're not real. <laughs> um I actually have a team under the A's. So anyway. That's um, wild. <laughs> even more wild. Okay, anyways, Cincinnati Reds, absolute poop. TJ Friedel in left field for your Cincinnati Reds. Bro, I'm God. looking at the Reds roster. I don't know who the like the depth chart. I don't know who the third baseman is. Don't know who the shortstop is. Left field, think I've heard of the guy. Oh, center good field, Nixon Zill, Spencer Steer. Oh, I yeah, mean, this team has Will Myers on it for some reason. Steer me Why? in the right direction. Dude, the yeah. fact San Diego let go of Will Myers and that he ended up on the Cincinnati Reds is so sad. That's rough. Yeah. They did I you mean, dirty, Will Myers. Look, if we're going to, yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk about the Reds, like, yeah, I, I, I have. <laughs> so it's funny. Most, most of my, because I write down all of my, like, uh, like notes about these, and all of the good teams have fun things uh, about them, and all of the bad teams usually have, like, a one liner at the top, and the Reds is nothing inspiring at all. <laughs> yeah, bro. This Reds team is bad. Um, yeah, they, they actually made a ton of offseason moves, but just nothing competitive at all. Um, the only like, reason that I have them above the Pirates, I think that the Reds starting pitching is actually low-key good. Um, yeah. I, it's low-key a really solid 
like their pitching staff, actually including their bullpen to it to a degree. But the Reds have low key competitive pitching. Uh, yeah. It is the only thing that's going to win them any games because they might have the worst batting lineup in all of baseball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that. That rotation is solid. Green, Lodolo, you hoping they're taking step forwards. Ashcraft as well. Luke Weaver's been a solid starter at times. And then Luis Sessa, he's been, you know, a decent guy. That's not a disgusting rotation, no, as but we like, will see with other teams. Yeah, for but sure. like Hunter Green, like, dude, the the Reds have, yeah, low-key good rotation. That's a second-place okay, okay, rotation. Okay. I, I, I have to say, I don't know what we're doing right now. Like I cannot get on board with this being a low key good rotation. Okay. One guy had okay. ERA under four last year. Like I just I I Brian, can't agree right, Brian, with this. Brian, let me let me Go. put it. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me maybe let me maybe alleviate I, some of your problems here. I still have them predicted at sixty wins. Dude, I still have I them just, sucking pretty bad. Like I will not watch a Cincinnati Reds game unless Hunter Green's pitching. And even that, I might turn it off after. Damn, you're not going to watch it just for the Joey Votto TikToks in the dugout? I'll watch Joey Votto's TikTok. Okay, not that's the baseball fair. game. Okay. Unless yeah, I he's mean, out there TikTok dancing on the field, which sure. I hope he does every hit he has. Like, That'd be great. This dude's just dropping a Fortnite dance on our heads on second after hitting a double. Like, Maybe I'll watch some Reds baseball. But other than that... Uh, that's why maybe you can get something for will myers at the trade deadline otherwise you have nothing to look forward to if you're a reds fan yeah um, well green lodolo ashcraft all you know high prospects very high talented predicted to take steps forward so uh now will be you know exciting to watch the ballpark occasionally and then jonathan india you know had a Rough season last year with injury, but really talented. Tyler Stevenson, sneaky, one of the better catchers in baseball. Yes, yes. Um, Joey Votto, you know, looking for a redemption tour. He's been training hard. And then Will Myers, we'll see. I mean, we love Will Myers, solid, but hasn't been anything super special more recently. So, but, you know, maybe a, maybe a decent one through four in your lineup, but then outside of that, it's... I don't know. It's yeah. I just I, special and Stevenson are are great when they I, play. Yeah, I just but, want yeah. a special shout out to Luke Maley, uh, who is their going to be. I think their backup catcher, uh, just because that's a name I recognize from the Jays because he was unfathomably bad, Dude, and he's he's team... just on the Reds, and I love that. I just I I looked it up because I figured it'd be interesting to look at Luke Maley because I remember him playing in like 2017. Uh, he played in 46 games and batted 146. Dude, the more I look at this roster, the <laughs> even more I think this team is garbage. Sorry, like, Luke Maley has a career average of 207. Just, <laughs> dude, this this team so is bad. bad. It's so awful. Like they are having, they will have the least amount of wins this year. I'm locking that in. Okay, yeah. Dude, this Reds team is. No, I don't think they are that bad, but I do think they're bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. so I think this is a good time to say, Hunter, we'd love to have you on the pod. Uh, Bro, I, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I no can't. There's no defending of that take. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I can think of is that he went into a coma in like 2018 and <laughs> thinks that they figured it out. Uh, and yes, they didn't. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Why do you guys think the Pirates are going to be not last? Other than the fact that the Reds are bad, is there a genuine reason that you think the Pirates are better than them? The Pirates have more young talent that I'm excited about. I mean, O'Neill Cruz playing short, Brian Hayes playing third, Connor Joe playing left field. Connor Joe does like he had a breakout year last year in Colorado or two years ago. He batted 285 last year. He kind of struggled 238 OPS right around 700. But if he could figure it out again, they bring back Andrew McCutcheon. They have Brian Reynolds. They brought in Carlos Santana. Like they have some veteran hitters who could maybe do something. Starting pitching is not going to be great. Um, no, I mean, you no, got Rich Hill there. Rich Hill is going to be Rich Hill. Vince Velasquez, we'll see what he can give. Uh, Mitch Keller, I mean, one of their younger pitchers, he had a 3.9 ERA last year. You can get excited about a 3.9 ERA. JT Brubaker, he had a 4.69 ERA last year. I mean, those are okay. I honestly don't think, like, the pitching is going to win them games. David Bednar, solid closer. I mean, he's closing games for the U.S. Uh, Arlene Garcia, he's coming over from the Giants. Arlene Garcia, look at those stats. Underrated pitcher. He's kind of someone to watch at the trade deadline because I think the Pirates will be looking to trade some guys minus McCutcheon. McCutcheon didn't go there to get traded. But, dude, just the storylines of Kutch being back in Pittsburgh, I hope they do good this year. Yeah. I mean, I like Kutch. I actually, my my sort of thing with with to watch with Pitch, Pittsburgh is really O'Neill Cruz, Cabrian Hayes. I think oh, are going to be the two fun ones. Oh, for sure. Um, outside of that, I think they're a super eh team and just not very good. But yeah. Well, look at though? the cat. catching position. Absolutely leads all of baseball in vibes. You got Austin <laughs> Hedges and Kevin Pulecki. <laughs> It doesn't get better than that. And oh, this is Ploiecki listed here. Yeah, he's listed. <laughs> he's there. Overall, just, That's... I mean, great vibes. O'Neill Cruz, electric. Brian Reynolds, you know, a really just kind of solid uh, ball player, not going to be too flashy. And does Reynolds uh, get traded? Just need to throw that out there. No, I don't think nah. so. I don't think so. Either, but... uh, you know, McCutcheon coming back, motivated. I mean, Carlos Santana, not a great overall year last year, but had some good at-bats in big uh, situations. And G-Man Choi, that's a kind of uh, yeah. sneaky ad as well. He's been a really solid hitter for the Rays in his career. I like G-Man um, Choi a lot. Yeah, I just then you feel bad that he's in the, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you with those additions, you're able to... I don't know where Cabrian Hayes is going to be exactly in the lineup, but, you know, relieve him of some pressure, put him in a spot that's a little bit easier for him. Um, and then after that, it gets a little shaky. I've heard some stuff about people being hopeful with Jack Sawinski, but we'll see. Uh, you know, Connor Joe, as Brian mentioned, has had some breakouts. I've heard Mitch Keller is one people, one person that a lot of people have been just Slotting for a, a big breakout anytime now with some of just his peripheral stats. Um, and then, you know, you got some, we'll see what uh, Ronzi uh, Contreras can do, that 23-year-old in that rotation. Um, and then, you know, you'll, you'll see with Rich Hill and Vince Velasquez, two guys that have, you know, done solid jobs in the past. Let's see if they could do it again. Uh, but yeah, I just think that this lineup, um, I like more than the Reds. Uh, 
That's fair. I like their lineup more than the Reds, too, for what it's worth. I just think their pitching sucks. Yeah, and I just think they're trying to, they, you know, they're adding, like, I feel like sometimes a lot of people complain about teams never add, teams never add, and then Pirates, you know, make these moves that they do, and then people are like, why are the Pirates doing that? And it's like, well, they're trying to just <laughs> add a little something at least, you know? Yeah. yeah. Give, give it something, you know, get some good vibes in there, and I just think... I think this is a team that could maybe get off to a good start and have some good energy and, you know, win fourth place in the division. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, now that I'm talking about it, I mean, I still have the Pirates as fourth, but if the Reds, those young pitchers really step up, I could definitely see the Reds overtaking the Pirates for fourth in that way. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I think if the veterans have some fun with, the young guys it's a good mixture in the clubhouse that the pirates will have the most fun the pirates have had in a little bit and uh yeah give us some fun moments yeah and okay. and now we cross the absolute gulf in the nl central and we get to the three good teams who do we even want to talk about first uh well two of us put one team at third so that's I true think we should start with the brewers yeah that's uh, uh, a fair place i to think be. it's i think okay the Brewers should be second place. I'll say that now. They should be the second place team. I mean, when you look at this rotation of Burns, Woodruff, Lauer, Peralta, Wade, Miley, I mean, dude, that is an absolutely nasty rotation. The Brewers are going to be good. I just, they had a chance to go last year, and instead of adding, they subtracted. And I'm never going to root for a team that has that type of attitude. Do we see a breakout for Christian Yelich? That's good. Or I shouldn't say breakout, but a comeback from Christian Yelich. He hasn't been the player he was recently. So hopefully he finds his way. I'm a big Willie Adamas fan. Yep. Love him. Rowdy Telez is solid. They acquired William Contreras. Can he continue his good play? He's still young. I mean, he's only 25. They acquired Jesse Winker, a solid addition. Luis Urias is playing some third. And then they got some young guys, Garrett Mitchell and it looks like Bryce Turing is in that projected lineup, according to fan graphs, at least. Uh, he's a rookie, so that's something interesting to watch. Can the rookie break out and take over second base? Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know what it is about the Brewers. Like, I, I mean, love the Brewers. I have for a long time, but I'm just not excited about them right now. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm in a similar boat as far as there's too many question marks for me to really think of them higher than third right now. Um the Jesse Winker and Wade Miley additions are probably going to be really solid. Um, obviously, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff are awesome. Freddie Peralta, awesome. Um, bullpen is solid. Nothing spectacular. Um, they got rid of all of their spectacular and sent it to San Diego. Um, I mean, my, okay, the bullpen does have not, Devin Williams, though. No, they do have Devin Williams. That's good. true. That's true. He's Devin Williams good. is insanely good. Um, and he's probably going to be their closer for the yeah. season. Um but uh, I think that my biggest concern with the Brewers is the is the streakiness or maybe just unpredictability of their bats. Um, I personally think that Rowdy Telez is going to absolutely light it up this year. Um, but Yelich, Willie Adamas, Luis Arias, I think they all have that potential to be uh, Luis Arias, Luis Urias, um, <laughs> all have that potential to be absolutely awesome bats. But I, they're just huge question marks for me. Um, I, I just, I can't, 
I can't reliably be like, nope, they're going to be good this year. <laughs> and so I, I think that the Brewers are still a really solid team. Um, I think they're, you know, at it around 500, but I don't, uh, I just don't think that they're going to be better than the Cubs or Cards. Um, so I'm interested to hear why Noah, why do you think they're number one? I mean, I mean, it obviously starts with the rotation. That's just nasty. Corbin Burns has been nasty for a while. Brandon Woodruff, um, and all those guys, as we talked about a bit. And I just like the moves that they made in the offseason, getting Contreras and Winker, wanting some extra offense from this team, and you got it big time there. Contreras showed a lot of promise last year. Winker had a down year, but is really poised for a huge bounce back especially in, you know, a lot more hitter-friendly park than Seattle um, and just hopefully getting a little luckier without a shift. You know, MVP Elich is not going to happen again. Um, okay. But, you know, take the shift away for Yelich. See what happens there. You know, like oh, I think he could, he could be, I mean, he's projected at a 354 OBP, which is, you know, definitely solid. Um, but if he could just be a real super OBP guy, uh, especially without that shift, I think you could easily be a upper 700s to low to like mid 800s OPS, which would just be huge for this team. Adamas has a lot of variation with his plate skills at times, but you know, just a super fun shortstop to watch. I'm a big rowdy fan, and um, yeah, Luis Urias is Dude. just a really solid ball player too. So I just like the new moves that they made. Love the pitching. And I'm hoping that uh, some of this tension with Corbin Burns in the offseason. Oh, yeah, that was them, wild. Uh, yeah, leads to them uh, maybe realizing that uh, this window is closing and that they end up making some moves uh, come trade deadline and really going for it. So, but yeah. Do you, do you know what? So now that we've talked about the Brewers and I pulled up the Cubs roster and looking at it, the Brewers are finishing second. There's no way this Cubs roster beats them. I am not sold on it. I'll switch your prediction. And I guess we're going to move on into the <clears throat> Cubs. I mean, they brought in Tyone for the rotation. So they have Stroman, Tyone, Steele, Smiley, Wesneski. Yep. That, that rotation doesn't look very strong to me. I mean, uh, Tyone, you don't know what he's going to be. Stroman will be good. That rotation terrifies me. Their bullpen, almost nothing of note. Like, I'm not really necessarily excited about any of these guys. Maybe Julian Merriweather. Adam's boy. boy. But, I mean, uh, Michael Fulmer's there. Brad Boxberger. Just nothing crazy. I mean, the lineup, they made some pretty big additions. They brought in Cody Bellinger, Eric Hosmer. Um... Dansby Swanson, the big one they brought in. I mean, that's going to like their lineup will be better. But like what Cody Bellinger do we see? What Eric Hosmer do we see? What Dansby Swanson do we see? Does he play as good? Not in that Atlanta system. Ian Happ, he's really exciting. He's uh, projected to be a free agent, maybe the best free agent available next year right now. So if the Cubs are bad, maybe they try to trade Ian Happ. I mean, dude, I just, uh, the more I look at this roster, the less I think I was crazy for putting them at second place in the first place. <laughs> so, Adam, why do you think they're second? I, I like this Cubs, man. I like the moves that the Cubs made. I think that pulling in Cody Bellinger 
is really interesting. I'm I obviously I think similar to to what Noah said about um to what Noah said about um Yelich. I don't think we see MVP Bellinger, but they don't yeah. need him necessarily to be MVP Bellinger. They just need him to be not actively detrimental to the team Bellinger. <laughs> uh, Dansby Swanson, I think, is an awesome, awesome addition. I think Jameson Tyone is really good. I, I, I hope that he puts together a really good season. I know that he's obviously a little bit of a question mark as far as like, you know, how well does he pitch? He was just under a four ERA last season. Um, I think that he can repeat that, and I don't I don't think you have to have a two point something ERA, you know, pitcher to to have a good rotation. Um, I'm a big fan of Stroman. I think Justin Steele has a a chance to be a really really solid rotation guy as well. Um, I like the I like the Cubs rotation. They're not obviously the best rotation in the league. They're not gonna blow you away like the Brewers rotation is, and they're I mean heck they're probably just better than the Reds rotation. But I also think the Reds rotation is underrated. Um, but I really like the way that they've revamped their whole lineup. I think that the additions that they made to the bullpen are solid. Boxberger is really, really good. Julian Merriweather is one of those guys that I think has a super high ceiling. I also think he has an absolute canyon deep floor, uh, which is the sort of the problem that he had uh, in, in Toronto, which is like, you know, you watch him have one an absolutely unreal outing, and then, you know, the next day he is absolute trash. But I think that he's got more upside than downside, at least. The, starting to get a little bit deeper into into his career. I just like the way that the Cubs have moved around. I like what they've got. I think if we get a healthy Seiya Suzuki, um, that could could prove to be a, a, a huge one as well. He was gone for a decent portion last year. Um, the rest of that lineup, I'm still really hyped about. I think Nico Horner is really solid. Ian Happ is still really solid. Um, like, And then now you add in Dansby Swanson and, and Bellinger, and, and all of a sudden you have a, a pretty serviceable lineup um i i like this cubs team a lot um the you know i i'm just i'm excited for them i i uh i dig it yeah Yeah, i mean suzuki could be very interesting too second year breakout go on no starting with the uh, positives if this team gets off to a hot start you know it could be buzzing in chicago especially with that one two horner and swanson uh two guys that could be really fun to watch offensively, but then also turning double plays up the middle. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think Stroman and Tyon are solid one, two. Um, you know, Tyon showed us a lot of solid, you know, pitching over this last uh, year and a half or so. And we'll see if Stroman can stay healthy this year. Um, and then also Edwin Rios. That's a guy that a lot of people have, when he was on the Dodgers, just been like, this guy is such a good hitter, crazy pop. He just can't get playing time on this Dodgers team. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and Adam mentioned, you know, we'll see if we just need Cody Bellinger not being a detriment to his team. But legit, if he's like, if he's hitting 215 with the defense Cody Bellinger plays, he's not going to be a detriment to your team. But you obviously want more than that from Bellinger. Um, but the reason they're third for me is just. It's a lot of guys that, oh, yeah, we like. They've been good, but haven't really shown it to me lately. Like Trey Mancini, Eric Hosmer, um, Cody Bellinger, like those three guys. It's like, yeah, could they have some, you know, good play and, you know, ignite the city of Chicago, have some fun singing Go Cubs Go? Yeah, but I just don't know. Mancini, Hosmer, and Bellinger just haven't 
look good in a little bit. Um, also, interesting note, it says Tucker Barthart, left-handed batter. I know he was a switch hitter at one point. I wonder how long ago he switched. That's that's just that's interesting. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I think, I think when his offensive numbers started to get better is when he committed to only being left-handed. I could be yeah. wrong in that. Hmm. But uh, they, I think that's something that's interesting about some switch hitters is they're just much better in one direction, and he decided to just hit the one direction. Yeah. But um, another interesting thing, I mean, not really interesting, but just something that stands out to me. Michael Fulmer in the bullpen. That's, oh my gosh, talk about kind of a bit of a tragic story in baseball. I mean, he's had a career and made some money, but man, his rookie of the year season, it was electric. He looked like a great pitcher. Just injuries are really done him in. But I mean, hopefully he could be just a solid reliever for this Cubs team. But man, I, I was high on Michael Fulmer when he was young and healthy. Okay, and then when we go to talk about the last team left, the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, I was kind of surprised that Noah didn't pick them to be the best team in the division. I think the Cardinals are by far the most talented. And, I mean, dude, anytime you have Goldschmidt and Arenado batting back-to-back, arguably two top ten players, definitely top five at their respective positions, uh, those guys are just phenomenal. And then you added Wilson Contreras, uh, Lars Newbar is out there getting all the hype from Japan. Like maybe he comes back with his hair on fire a bit. Tommy Edmond playing for Team Korea, who Arenado was recently talking about how he thinks Tommy Edmond might be the best defender he's ever seen, which is like a crazy amount of respect to show someone coming, especially coming from a guy like Arenado, who's seriously arguably one of the best defensive players we've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I think the question with this lineup is kind of something similar to what we said last year. Tyler O'Neill and Dylan Carlison, what are they going to give you? If those guys can continue to ball out, I think O'Neill more of continue. Carlson maybe find it. Well, both uh, of them struggled last year. Yeah, so if those guys can pop off, this team I think will be extremely dangerous because you know what you're getting from Goldschmidt, Arenado, Contreras. If Carlson and O'Neill can take the step with Edmund doing his thing, Lars Nupar doing his thing, that becomes a scary lineup really quick. Uh, so I'm excited. And then this bullpen, like, I think the rotations naturally where you should go next, but this bullpen is like kind of absurd. I mean, Ryan Helsley is insanely good as the closer. Giovanni Gallegos is insanely good. He actually pitched a great inning for Mexico the other day. Genesis Cabrera is a little wild, but throws hard. Jordan Hicks throws absolute heat. Like, I don't know. This bullpen kind of has me extremely excited and the rotation is just solid. Yeah, I'm pumped about the cards. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> similar sort of notes. I mean, I it's crazy. You lose Yadier Molina, and then you immediately go get Wilson Contreras. Is just an insane swap at, at catcher. You've got two MVP candidates at, on your corner infield. Um, you've got a really solid outfield. I mean... Obviously, we talked a little bit about Lars Newtbar, but he's so much fun that, you know, that's an awesome guy to have. Um, pitching staff brings a ton to the table. Um, that bullpen is awesome. The only mild concern I might have with the starting rotation is you do have a, an aging Adam Wainwright. Now, his style of, of, of ball doesn't exactly care that he's aging. Um, you know, he's always been like a high 80s sinker baller, so... His velo doesn't really matter. 
Um, and he had a heck of a season last year, so I'm not that concerned. Montgomery's going to be awesome. Michaelis should be awesome. Steven Matz has shown uh, some some seriously amazing flashes um, as a starter. He's also shown some pretty bad flashes as a starter. Um, <laughs> if you if we get sort of late New York Mets Steven Matz, it's going to be bad. If we get Toronto Steven Matz, it's going to be awesome. Um, so. You know, I I think that that's probably my only real big question mark for the Cardinals is is some of that that starting pitching mm-hmm. consistency, but I think at the end of the day it won't matter as much. I think that 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 batting lineup is awesome. I think that the relief is awesome. Um, yeah, Cardinals are going to be fun. They're going to be a good team. Yeah, I think yeah. with the uh, Cardinals, it's kind of like what I said with the Guardians, but for the opposite reason, being like on the other side of the age spectrum. Uh, though, starting with some of the younger guys, O'Neill and Carlson were two guys that I was just really high on last year because O'Neill already broken out. Carlson had you know played pretty decent, and I just wanted them to continue and lead this team, and they didn't, but that was okay last year because Goldschmidt and Arenado were MVP caliber, but we'll see, uh, you know, if Goldschmidt and Arenado could keep it up. I mean, Contreras has always been solid. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, we'll see what we get. It's kind of, I think if this team comes out and has a solid first 40 games, then you're going to feel really good about them, uh, uh, winning that division. Um, Goldschmidt and Arenado, we'll see if they can repeat another MVP caliber season. But then when you look at this rotation, it could definitely be a very good rotation. But as of right now, it's like, who do you feel most confident about? And I guess for me, that would be Jordan Montgomery. I mean, Miles Michaelis had a really good year last year, year, um, but has been injured for a while. Adam Wainwright, really good year last year, but is, you know, 41 and a half now. Jack Flaherty, they keep telling me how great this guy is, but how much has he pitched? <laughs> uh, Steven Matz, you know, I've loved Steven Matz when he's on, but, you know, let's see. I mean, they're projected to have a really good season as a rotation this year, but I, I just am not 100% confident in it. Uh, it's kind of like exactly what I said with the Guardians. It's like, let me see this team through 40 games. If it's looking good, they're looking fresh still. They're not looking aged then um yeah this is they're gonna win the division but let's let's just wait and see also shout out juan yepes who had some really good moments last year and good stretches for them uh let's see if he could get some maybe he gets that dh role right now it says nolan gorman with brendan donovan at second but i could see us um seeing uh juan yepes in that role a lot it could even be a platoon at dh like one guy plays all the lefties one guy plays all the righties they have options yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, I'm just not very high on the centrals as a whole ALNL put together, just not big on them. I think AL and NL, we only see one team make it from the playoffs for each of them. Uh, for the NL, I think we could see two teams be above 500 and comfortable. But I think in the end, we only see one of them make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yep, I can I can more or less agree with that. That's... uh. Yeah, I think these just aren't that good of divisions. And <laughs> having to play the East and West more is going to make that very clear this year. I have a feeling. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be interesting to see. And we'll see that Central versus West matchup come opening day. 
Guards oh, versus yeah. Mariners. Let's go. Dude, but dude, we got some nice seats. I'm excited for that, man. Get ready. Start preparing yourselves now for the chicken tender review. Yeah. It's going to be electric. Um, but now on to the NL Central MVP. Huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, on to the NL Central. We just, we just did that. He was uh, so confused yeah. for a second. He's like, like oh. wait a minute. Yeah. My MVP is not the it's not the player that's going to have the highest war at the end of the season i'm going with a kind of more old school mvp guy that has a great year especially offensively and really leads his team to that playoff spot in the nl central nl central mvp and comeback player of the year is jesse winker oh fun fun Interesting. I like it. Hop off, flip off yeah. the crowd again, get a pizza order for you. <laughs> I mean, okay, for me, I think it would be like super easy to say Arenado or Goldschmidt. Uh, I went the easy route with the AL Central saying Jose Ramirez, but that's also because I very much so believe in the Guardians. So I don't want to go the easy route here. And I'm going to take I think I know Willie Adamas. Oh, I'm a big Willie Adamas fan. I really am. I, ever since he's shown up in Milwaukee, I mean, he's been looking better and better, and I'm all on board for William Adams just to have a not a breakout year, but like a take it to the next step year. Because like I he's like kind it. of in that he's in that good territory, and I could see I want to see him break out to that elite territory. Yeah. Okay, let's answer this right now. Does William Adams make the All Star team this year? Ooh, good question. I'm going to say yes, but only once someone opt out. Okay. He's a, <laughs> okay. He's a replacement. I'll take he's that gonna, as well. That's fair. He's going to be a, he's going to be there as an injury replacement, but he may not win the vote. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Well, Just uh, cause it's a, yeah. it's a fan voting contest at the end of the day. And I don't think Willie Adamas is going to win the fan vote. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Uh, well, yeah, Brian, you said you, you took easy route on uh, the AL and I did too. Uh, I also took the easy route on the NL. I think <laughs> that I think the MVP is a quick throw over to third. I think it's Nolan Arenado. Um, yeah, I just I, I mean, there's not really any real reason to like make a defense argument. He's just good. He's really, really good. Yeah, I, I mean, he's going to be the MVP of this division. I think I'm <laughs> honestly for the rest of this these prediction episodes i'm probably just gonna go the route of like a breakout mvp type guy yeah i mean i i think my breakout mvp because i also kind of said who i also wrote down kind of who i think is going to be like an interesting breakout player to watch obviously for al mm. i said spencer torkelson I, I brought that up a couple of times um yeah. for nl i definitely think it's o'neill cruz um o'neill cruz is such an interesting player to watch uh super rare to get a shortstop that hits the ball like he does because oh my god he puts unbelievable power behind his swings um i think that if his plate discipline goes up and he's super super young it'll just take a little bit of time for him to to sort of get a better eye for the ball um but man o'neill cruz could be really really fun to watch with andrew mccutcheon leading the way i like Indeed. that yeah, I I agree that uh, Nolan Arenado is probably going to be the leading war person in the NL Central. Yeah, I just I liked going with the old school MVP pick. Um, That's fair. But yeah, I mean uh, that was some fun baseball talk. It's I mean it, 
it's crazy to think about what these West and East episodes are going to be like with the tight <laughs> races there. Um, but yeah, there's been some extensions recently that we did not talk about. We will get to those. Um, when we talk as, about their teams. Well, yeah, when we'll we talk that. about those teams, we'll get to those. Um, but um, yeah, this was fun. Uh, don't forget. Yeah, Brian, I think your phone's on. Yeah, Brian, oh, if you your phone's on that? your desk, yeah, take it off your yes. desk. <laughs> it's been going um, for a while. Remove it. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't, don't forget that uh, Hunter Green is going to be the MVP of the NL Central and the Reds take second place. <laughs> and the Reds are going to get second place. Yep. The Reds are going to get second place in that beautiful ballpark. You don't need to pay money to win. You just need Hunter Green. Yeah, yeah. Hunter Green's going to pitch 230 innings too. Oh, yeah, also, we're going to be the worst team in the league. We talked about Pablo Lopez. So excited to watch him pitch Pumped. against Puerto Rico right now, mm. and then USA versus Mexico. Electric games. I know you probably already all watched them. It happened Monday, but if you haven't been turning tuning into the WBC, make sure you start because it is electric and it's from here on out there's only going to be more games played in the US at US friendly times so you have no excuse watch it it's amazing <laughs> all right yeah i'm excited okay and with that we'll see you guys next week later later goodbye, goodbye.